What do you say? What do you do? If he only had a few years left to live. In February of 2019, I was diagnosed with terminal cancer. Join me as I try and figure out a survival guide and how to get through all of this mess. I'll cover what I'm going through and bring in my past and present experiences. And hopefully, just hopefully, we can find some humor in this crazy mixed up world that will make sense of everything that you and I are going through. So join me, Big Daddy Dave, in my podcast as I try and figure out my survival guide to terminal cancer. Pull up a chair, have a coffee, sit back, and have a listen. This is Big Daddy Dave, and welcome to the show. How are you? Well, I'm still here. Glad you came back for yet another episode. I think uh, this one is episode seven now. I'm learning how to count. Sometimes uh, you tend to get all caught up in things, and you and you you just yeah, again. I think uh, did I tell you about my cancer brain? Anyway, um, yeah. So sometimes things just don't uh, don't sink in. So apparently, recently I've been having. Uh, some eye problems, and um, it's uh, it's leading me a cause for concern. Um, and 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 uh, this is one of those things that will happen to you uh, through chemo chemotherapy. Um, I was uh, I was actually sitting down. I was talking to my friend. Uh, we hadn't seen each other for a while, so you know we're just we're catching up. And and I'm telling her about all these all these uh, yeah, all my ailments. I'm, we're like two aged people. And uh, we're just sitting there. We should we should have actually been on a park bench with pigeons and and just hurtling um, seeds and and breadcrumbs at, at, at birds. But um, unfortunately, um, it, it's too cold to do that. So yeah, we were just we were just talking, and, and I was and I was telling her, oh, you know, I got some some eye problems, and, and she was like, well, Big Daddy Dave, you know something, you know, at your age, and then of course there's that pregnant pregnant pause at your age, and I'm thinking. You know, thanks. Thanks. You know, did I did I tell you I'm dying? And now you're going to say, well, this was going to happen anyway. I, you know, I like to I like to blame. I, I'm, I'm getting into the habit of blaming everything on my cancer because that's the only way I'm going to get through the day. If I can blame something else for things like um, not being able to read the small print on any kind of can, bottle or jar. OK. And no, no. Yeah. Well, Big Daddy Dave, uh, you know, at your age. Okay. Yeah. That's, I think that's, that's called kicking a man when he's down. So yes, I must thank my friend for always keeping my, me, me well grounded. Um, yeah, thanks. You know, I really appreciate that. You know, uh, my, my brother. Okay. So, uh, I've had some eye problems and, 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 uh, so far, uh, it hasn't, hasn't really manifested, but I'm not a doctor, so I don't know. So, um, I'll give you an example. The other the other day, um, I'm, I'm, it's uh, it's first thing in the morning. It's way too early in the morning, and I, I got to drive and I got to do something. I got to do a project that I don't want to do. So I had to leave the warmth of my bed. I'm now in the in minus uh, fifteen degree weather or something in a cold car. 
and I'm tired and I'm sore and and I I'm just I'm just cranky. Big Daddy Dave is cranky. I angry. So um, the only salvation I'm gonna have is uh, some coffee. Oh, sweet coffee. Come, come to Daddy. So I go to uh, I I acquire a cup of coffee. I'm not gonna say um, who. Um, unless they want to sponsor this, this show, if you're a coffee maker and you want to sponsor this show, so, uh, please, uh, talk to my producer, but, uh, yeah, I'll give you a good throw. Um, but, uh, since you're not sponsoring this, this program, um, I'm going to go on to my coffee story. So I get this coffee and I'm in my car and, um, you know, the tip of my nose is cold and, and my breath is, it's still somewhat fogging up, uh, the windows and, uh, I open up the coffee and I do one of those slurps and I'm just like one of those old man slurps. You, you know, the sound, right? Anyway. So, uh, that probably sounds really gross anyway. Um, so I, I slurp it and I'm just like, Oh, Oh yes. Oh, magic elixir. Just as it warms my throat and goes goes into me, and it gives me a sense of of well being and that everything is going to be okay. It's like a warm embrace, you know. Oh, sweet coffee, and uh, and and I go and put the lid. I put the lid back on the coffee, and and my dear listener, you're going to hear me say this a lot. We can put a man on the moon. We can put a man on the moon. We put a man on the moon when we didn't have the computers that we have today. We had slide rules and we have, we had mathematicians. We had a room full of people that just did math. Um, and that's, and, and we got a man on the moon, but we cannot make a proper lid that will fit a coffee cup. So guess what happens? Guess what happens? Yeah, I got coffee right on my thigh upper upper thigh you know and and it's all over and it's in the car too like so so it's not only like oh i've scalded myself but ah, it's all over it's in the car it's it's everywhere and of course it's steaming because the car is cold and now the whole car is steaming and i'm like what the f oh, i was furious i was furious so i'm i'm I have to admit, maybe, maybe it's not the, not the coffee lid makers or the people that, that, um, that administered that coffee to me. Um, maybe it's my eyesight or something like that, but, um, it was horrible. It was just, it was, it, it was, it, it's just, uh, you know, it did not make my day. Things that sets the tone, doesn't it? That sets the tone. When you have a bad morning like that, when the morning starts off like that, like <laughs> right away, you're like, okay, bring it, bring it. Come on, bring it. Who else? Who? You, you over there. Come on, bring it right here. Right here. Come on, let's go. I, you know, you know, and, and it's just, and things are just going to get worse. Things are just going to get worse when you, you go out into the world like that. Um, yeah. Uh, anyway, so my eyesight's, um, I, I've had a few problems. I've had, uh, things like sensitivity to light. There's, um, uh, there's a weird thing like where it's kind of blurry right in the middle of your vision. It's almost kind of like, you know, when you have spots in your eyes and so you can see, to the sides of the spots, but you can't see directly through the spots. So yeah, there's a little bit of a blurry vision. I've, I've mentioned this to my doctor and she was just like, Oh, okay. And she made notes and, um, 
Uh, it, I actually suffered from, I guess, uh, I guess you could say it's, it's kind of like some migraines. I had, uh, I've never had these things before. Uh, I've always heard uh, of other people having them, but I never actually have had like really severe migraines. And for two days, just like it, it, it hurt to look at the light. So I'm assuming uh, that that's a migraine. So, um, now, sometimes, I know this is going to sound like I'm from the 60s, but sometimes I see color, but it's weird. It's kind of like a kaleidoscope. Um, if you don't know what a kaleidoscope is, I don't know. It's... <laughs> I don't know how to describe it. It's a, uh, yeah, it's it's like um it's like a prism, um a color prism where the, um you shine white light goes into into one part of the triangle and the prism divides the light up into different spectrums. Uh, I don't know. There's go to the internet, okay? Go to the internet because yeah, it's um it's a prism. Um, look on on uh, a Pink Floyd album cover. There's there's a fine example of one right there. Um, now, sometimes your vision, um, like this kaleidoscope is like a slash across my vision. Um, so I can still see things, but it's kind of like, it's kind of like, I don't know, I've never done acid. So it's kind of like, wow, there's, there's some colors, you know? So it's brought on by the toxic, toxic, toxicity. Oh man, see, I should have a coffee, uh, from the chemotherapy. Um, like there's several agents, uh, that make up, uh, the cocktail of drugs that go into chemo. Um, they do attend to affect your eyesight. Now you have to be careful. So if this is happening to you, definitely tell your doctor, nurse, practitioner, anybody like, um, and let them know and, and really drive that point home because, uh, it's one of those things that you have to be careful because, because any damage that happens, um, to your eyes, it's irreversible. Uh, your eyes and ears, um, are, 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 are two things that, you know, you lose your hearing or your sight. There, it's hell trying to, to correct that, stop it, or get it back. Definitely getting it back is much harder. So I believe I have, um, it might have affected my cataracts. Um, and, and, and this is, it's weird because people are like, oh, it's your cataracts. But then they seem kind of happy. Oh, yeah, yeah, we can fix that. Okay, people, eye surgery, eye surgery. Uh, you know what? You know what? I have issues with my eyes being touched. I don't know about you. But um, the '80s were 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 a, a hell for me because you know I was a uh, I was just starting off. Uh, I remember uh, I was in a band, and um, this uh, the drummer's sister. We were like, "Hey, we're we're gonna be big time. We're gonna be big time rockers, yeah!" And and uh, like, huh, like look at us, man. And we're gonna get the, we got the, got the hair, and we got the tight pants, and we got the, the the shirts that were ripped, and we're gonna like our our talent show for our high school because this is making it big back then was a talent show at your high school so the drummer's sister was like well okay i'll, I'll do your makeup and, and so um and uh, she did like um she was she had a lot of fun um but yeah there was um a lot of mascara i think it's called mascara and it just she had the hardest time with me it was almost like they had to tie me to a chair and then she had to slap me a few times maybe but the i think all the fun drained out of me because it was like a big deep psychological thing like don't touch my eyes i don't know what happened there it's like ah! you know like <laughs> get away from me anyway but the weird thing is the weird thing is it's like yeah uh, i i like i like women with with major eye eye makeup i know that's weird i'm i'm, I'm oversharing with you right now okay so 
Uh, remember in the that movie, The Breakfast Club. So uh, it's Claire and the, the 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 depressed goth girl. I think her name was Allison. Allison. So Claire and Allison. So you know because every John Hughes movie always has like that breakthrough where oh we're going to take the 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 ugly duckling and make her make her beautiful. And back actually back in the eighties, it's almost a scientific fact that if you just removed your glasses took your ponytail out, shook your hair, suddenly you were gorgeous. So, um, and, and the breakfast club was no different. So Claire, Claire's looking at, uh, Allison and Claire's like, uh, what's the quote? Uh, I think it's, you look better with all, without all that black shit on your eyes. Yeah. You look better without that black shit on your eyes. And then Allison girl, I support you. Um, Hey, I like that black shit. And you know what? I have to side with Allison. I liked that black shit. Um, other women that I found really attractive with that, that black stuff around their eyes, uh, of which I could never stand, uh, Joan Jett. Oh, Joan Jett. Joan Jett eyeliner. Uh, I know my love for Joan will never be returned to me, and, and uh, that took, I was surprised and, and a little hurt. But yeah, I know, I know the love that I have for Joan will never be reciprocated. Um, uh, another one, another a, a, a strong. I think I just it just to me strong woman with heavy eyeliner like Brody Dale from the Distillers. Yeah, look out. Yeah, you know what? Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Um, uh, Biff Biff naked when she was she did that song uh, Spaceman uh, from I Bificus. and uh, yeah Spaceman. Oh yeah, yeah. Um, now, yeah, those are are strong women with heavy eyeliner, and I totally respect them. I totally respect them. I don't know what it is. If I go into a meeting, a business meeting, and um, the women executives in there all have a heavy black eyeliner, I'm done. I I just like okay, here, uh, you know, you won the suit. Yeah, gone, done. I'm dropping the mic. I'm out. You know, because you guys just look way, way so, 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 way so strong, way so strong. That's not even a proper term. See, I get tongue tied. Now there, there's some honorable mentions. Like you know, there's there's Avril Lavigne when when uh, she used to have like the heavy eye makeup, uh, and um, there was Allison and Amy, Donna C and Donna R from uh, from the Donnas. Uh, but they're honorable mentions because, um, I mean, I'm a middle-aged man and when they, when they started out, they were, uh, they were pretty young. So I feel kind of, I feel kind of funny about that. So, um, so they only get honorable mentions because it's, it's an age thing. If anything, it's an age thing, you know? So, but, uh, this week, this week, believe it or not, I actually went to the internet. I know I, I tell you all the time, go to the internet, you know, so, uh, or, or see your doctor. So if you're having some eye problems, um, please bring it up to your doctor. Always, always have a good, um, relationship with your doctor. Tell them everything. And if you find like you're getting some, some major headaches, um, or you're, you're actually seeing uh, flicks of color, um, or and stuff like that. Um, it's not just that your eyes are getting tired. It's, uh, it could lead to something even worse and something that's even more important. So, um, this week, I, I looked up the dictionary meaning of the word acceptance. Um, the, ex the meaning of the word acceptance is as follows. It's the action of consenting to receive something of which that is offered. Yeah, that made it clear. Anyway, so, you know what? Uh, to me, acceptance 
it doesn't mean liking or wanting or choosing or supporting. You know, I, I guess it means you understand that whatever the situation you're in, this is it. You know, like I said, if I go into a board meeting and, and all the executives have got eye makeup on, I guess male or female, I'm done. Okay. So, and that's the acceptance. You know, sometimes with acceptance, there's, there's a relief. Like, I will never look like Brad Pitt. Okay. That is, I can't say that's a relief, but coming to the terms, uh, coming to terms with, okay, I look in the mirror and I look at Brad. Yeah, there's no way I'm going to look like Brad Pitt. And so this is the acceptance, you know, I will never look like Brad Pitt. This is, it's a start. Or because I don't look like Brad Pitt, I will never have a chance to date Jennifer Aniston. And as much as that hurts, it's the acceptance that I'm going to have to, to give myself, okay? This is part of the acceptance of, of um, the five stages of grief, you know, acceptance, you know. Um, I have to state, for the record, I am taller than dear Brad. Um, I'd like to say by quite a bit. Uh, you know, after all, my stage name is Big Daddy Dave for darn good reason, folks. So, yes, Brad may have had Jennifer and he may still have a chance with her. Um, but I'm taller. So, and I accept that. I accept that. Sorry. You know, um, yeah, no, let's hope Brad, if Brad ever comes into my town, he's gonna, he's gonna hunt me down and, uh, he's gonna come after me, but don't worry. I'll be armed with a coffee and, uh, that'll settle. That'll settle everything. So, you know, the dignity, let's just say, Sub subconsciously accepting uh, what my situation is, you know, the, uh, I, the dignity and, and grace in which I handle my illness is, is sort of like my gift to the people around me. Um, you know, for instance, when I was, uh, when I was informed that I would, I'll be receiving three large needles in my stomach every day for the, for the, for the next two weeks. So I, I had to receive three needles in my stomach every day for two weeks. Um, you know what? You know what? <laughs> ah! <laughs> Hell no. But you know what? <laughs> but to my wife and my children and the nurse standing before me, well armed with three needles, um, it's not going to do anyone any good. It's just like, you know what? Um, let's, you know, it's the old term grin and bear it. And it certainly comes to the forefront during uh, a stage like that. You know, there's one, one, the, one of the things that, uh, that I have in my family history is we, we've come from a long, a long line of, I guess you could say warriors or whatever of the like. Um, um, a lot of my, uh, on my dad's side, a lot of, uh, a lot of brave men have, have served for their country. They have been certainly in the thick of it. Um, and then some, they've, uh, received, um, awards, medals. Um, they have done and gone, uh, to the edge and back. And for me, <laughs> In retro retrospective, for me to be <laughs> like, 
oh, I don't, I don't want these needles. Yeah, to me, it's kind of like, <laughs> as my ancestors look down on me, they're going to be like, oh, dear Lord. You know, <laughs> there's, yeah, I don't think I'm going to get any sympathy. So um, I'm, I do, I do gather a little bit of strength from, from knowing that, that uh, members of my family have had it far worse than, than I have. And so it's, yeah, grin and bear it. Let's, let's get this done, you know, and, and a lot of times, you know, yes, it's uncomfortable and, um, and there's side effects and there's all these other things that happen, happen to it. Um, you know, it's just, uh, it's, it's just a moment that, that will pass. Um, now I find that, you know, sadness and regret are still, are still prevalent, at this point in my life, every now and I get, I get a little sad and, you know, and, and I guess this is the time when, when I start to make things right in my life, you know, maybe, maybe tell someone that, um, you know, that I do appreciate them. Hey, you know what? Maybe I don't tell you this enough. Thank you. You know, you know, it's just, it's almost like the olive, olive branch, you know, just, Hey, thank you. You know, and, uh, and I, okay, now I'm doing it to cashiers and, and, and the mailman and the guy who checks the gas meter. And so maybe I'm taking it a little bit too far, but still, you know what? It doesn't hurt just to say, Hey, you know what? Thanks. You know, um, because hopefully that's brightened up their day, you know, um, I would like to think that that acceptance is the last stage in in a person's journey. Um, but but in fact, when it comes to to dealing with with gr- like this whole grieving process and all the emotions that you go through, um, uh, I'm all over the map. I'll tell you that, I'll tell you right now. I'm all over the map. There is no rhyme or reason as to as to how I'm going to react on a day to day basis, hour to hour basis. So sometimes I'll, you know, I'll be down and then other times I'll be, I'll be accepting. So sort of like, uh, you know, like again, when, when I'm covered in coffee in my car in a parking lot, I swear to God, if someone, if someone was outside my car, like in the other side of the parking lot, they would have seen me lose my shit. Oh, they would have been like, and steam everywhere in the car, steam. Like, what is up with this guy? You know, it's, it's one of those things where thankfully or, or unfortunately, uh, nobody, well, they, there might be, it, there might maybe somebody filmed that and it's on YouTube somewhere, but yeah, I was just like, ah, yeah, you know, so I will not accept coffee on my lap but sometimes I do accept the fact that I have cancer and there's going to be a lot of things that I'm going to have to go through and I might as well share it um painfully with the people around me and and um and hopefully this will make everything okay you know so this is Big Daddy Dave and uh if you see Brad Pitt pissed off when he comes, next time he comes in the city, it's probably because he's heard this podcast. And if he's armed with a coffee, let me know. 